Welcome to another edition of Give an Ovation, the restaurant guest experience podcast where I talk to industry experts to get their strategies and tactics you can use to create a five-star guest experience. This podcast is sponsored, as always, by Ovation, a two-question SMS-based real-time guest feedback platform that helps restaurants measure and improve their guest experience. Learn more at OvationUp.com. And today, I hope you've got your AC on because we are talking about Dave's Hot Chicken. And this thing is on fire. Not as the not only is the flavor good, not only is the spice up, but this thing is blowing up. It is on fire. So today we have Armand, the co-founder and chief brand officer, and Bill Phelps, the CEO. Bill Phelps is uh, you, you may recognize him from other adventures such as Wetzel's Pretzels, Blaze Pizza. Um, Armand, on the other hand. You probably don't recognize from anything before Dave's Chicken, and we're excited to jump into that. But Bill and Armand, so glad to have you on the podcast. Great to be here. To be this here, is dude. cool. Yeah. yeah, this is this has been a long time coming. I've had Bill gave me a card. This was what? This is probably like a year and a half ago. Bill Phelps gave me a card, and it said it part of it was a business card. The other part was good for one free meal at Dave's Hot Chicken. And oh, yeah. to this day, I have that in my car sitting there because I'm like, oh, I need to use that when I go to Dave's Hot Chicken. And I've been to Dave's probably 30 times and I always yeah, leave no. it in my car. No. <laughs> you could have saved at least $10. No, I know. $10. So just just know, just know that Armand, that that watch right there was probably paid for because I didn't uh I didn't use that That's coupon. Hilarious. <laughs> thank you. Dude, thank you for I love this watch. So That's thank you very good. much. That's cool. <laughs> so here's the crazy story. Let me, let me let me tell it for our listeners. Let me tell you a story about three high school dropouts who had no job, no money. They wanted to start a restaurant with no permit in a parking lot with less than a thousand dollars, just tagging LA food bloggers. And their first three days, they made around one hundred and fifty bucks. Is this sounding familiar, Oman? Is that am I like in the ballpark? Pretty spot here? on, dude. Okay, that's pretty spot on, man. Fast forward a few years, and you guys are freaking the fastest growing restaurant chain in America, voted the fast casual number one brand. And so tell me about this. But the rumor has it, Armand, that from day one, that parking lot, you had dreams of franchising and blowing up Dave's Hot Chicken. Is that right? Yeah. I think even before we um, got to the parking lot, like, uh, I remember me and Dave would work on the recipe at his house and we'd kind of talk about keeping the recipe really simple and keeping the ingredients really simple. So one day when we franchised, franchises would be able to create a high quality product just like we were and we wouldn't lose the quality as we expand. So we pre-planned for it before we even knew we were going to pop up in a parking lot. We were just dreaming really big early on. How do you... so so? What do you say to those people who are in a food truck right now? And they're like, man, Dave's is just crushing it. And I am just slodging it away in this food truck. And like things aren't working out. How did you keep faith, man? Especially on day three. I mean, like that yeah. morning of day three, when, when you're doing 150 bucks and you're like, what is going? And maybe back then it seemed like a lot of money to you, but that's what I was going to say. Is you said faith, but to us, we were like the first day we made forty dollars, and we couldn't be happier because we couldn't believe that somebody actually paid us for food. So to us, the hundred fifty was like amazing, you know. And we were, and I think because we had such low expectations, 
everything was so amazing and we were really appreciating the journey. And because we had no money for marketing, we put a lot of the focus back on the food because we wanted to use the food as like a springboard to get more customers. So I, I think that was a, a big thing for us too, is we didn't have high expectations. We were happy with small steps and small successes. And we were really all about making the food good, which helped us grow really fast. Yeah. So you had this like dream big, live small mentality that I yeah, think yeah, was, exactly. was really cool. Now, but but day three, something happened, right? Day yeah. three, there was a magic moment that most people wait a lifetime, right? Because I always yep. tell people the, the key to a startup being successful is you have to stay alive and excited long enough to get lucky. But something happened day three. Tell, tell me about that. Um, so like you said, we, we would tag a lot of um, LA-based bloggers because as we were kind of you know, going on our chicken journey before we worked on our restaurant, we'd read a lot of LA blogs of where to go for good chicken. And uh, one of our favorite bloggers was Farley Elliott from Eater LA. And we kind of saw the impact that he had on restaurants and what foot traffic he could bring to them by, by just writing an article about food. So we really targeted him early on. We would tag him a lot. We'd like a lot of his pictures. And we, we were just trying to get him to come down. From, and from your, I, your personal account or from Dave's no, Hot from, Chicken from account? from the Dave's account. From the Dave's uh -huh. Hot Chicken account. So we, we started the Dave's Hot Chicken Instagram very early. That was our only form of marketing. And still our like main form of marketing until today is our social media. And we would tag him and you know we would you know go on his page and things like that. And he finally noticed us. And he sent us a DM and he said, hey, you know, I also hear. And, and he knew a, a bar that was next door to us. So they also told him about it, that there's like some kids oh. doing a pop down here. So he was like, you know, I heard about you guys. I want to come check it out. So he comes in and he was super surprised because he didn't know it was a pop up. And he was like, he thought he was looking for a restaurant. He was looking for a restaurant. <laughs> He's like, what is this? And back then it was like a little fryer that we bought from Home Depot that would do like three orders an hour, like or three orders every 20 minutes. So he was like really blown away. And he's like, well, he's like, why are you guys doing it like this? And we explained that, you know, this is all we had. We didn't have any money. Our parents couldn't help us with anything financially because we're doing this to help our parents. Right. And we're like, we just knew we had like a good recipe. So we were just doing this by any means we can. And we're going to build as we go. And I think he had a lot of respect for that also. And the next morning we woke up and he had written the most amazing article. And we get to the pop-up that day and there was literally 90 people waiting Tell for us. Tell them what it said. Tell yeah, it said the yeah, East Hollywood's late night chicken sandwich will blow your mind. And it was like this cool-ass article. We get to the pop-up that day late because he said we opened at 7 and we got there at 7. There's like 80, 90 people in line. We no. still have the fryer that's doing three orders every 20 minutes. We're like, dude, it's going to be a long night. And after that, we just never looked back and we just kept reinvesting back into the business being happy with small wins and just kind of just kind of just like parlaying our win on top of the next win and just taking it bigger and bigger as we went. Do you do you have that fryer still? No, I think somebody stole that fryer. Oh. And then somebody <laughs> stole because we left them back there when we finished the pop-up. And I think people knew it. They went and they took that fryer and our original fryer that we used after that. Like because oh, we wanted to like put it somewhere, but yeah, they took it. So somebody out there has it. Well, you know, and and I heard some. I don't know if this is if this is Dave's hot chicken folklore or not, but I heard there was a story that you had some premonition about a piece of chicken that you were going to give to Farley that that first time. Oh yeah, I did. There is a story about that. So 
because our fryer was just, it didn't have a temp controller or anything. We would kind of have to free ball when the chicken was cooked. And uh, I remember we took out the chicken and we spiced it and we're all looking at it and we're like, this chicken doesn't feel right. We're like, this is not right. And we opened it and it hadn't been cooked all the way. And we're like, dude, we're about to give this out. So we put it back in the fry and we refried it. So we're like, damn, our gut was like just telling us that don't, don't serve this. So it was like this, I guess, is that the folklore you heard about? Yes. So it's true. Yeah. It's oh true. my gosh. So you were, you were one, one chicken away from being like, you know, Done. Just probably, probably a cook at KFC right now. Right? LA would have been dead. Oh my gosh. No, but it was, I mean, dude, we like to think we, I tell Bill all the time that we're really big believers in like, you know, the universe. I, I was telling, we make a lot of our decisions flipping a coin because we leave it up to the universe. And we like to think that it gives us signs. And all of us at that moment, we're just feeling the same thing. Like, it's, this one doesn't feel right because we were ready to like hand it and we're like dude let's just double check it and we opened it and we're like good double check guys. oh my god we didn't have any more chicken but we couldn't have recooked them another batch like that was one of the last orders of the night so it's really interesting how everything worked out right and and i love uh eckhart tolle he's he's someone that i've i've read about like the, the power guy. of now and there's there's a lot of there's a lot of like intentionality in this manifestation and i think it's so awesome that it's it sure it's easy for you to sit here now and to like tell these stories about how big it was, but like you know, and and how you always knew it was going to be big. But the fact is, like, you really were believing it at day one, at day negative twenty. You know, like, and I think that is just so awesome. And look, not not to say that every single thing is going to work out every time. But the fact is, like when you put your heart and soul into a single a singular focus, magic happens. And luck happens not because you're sitting there waiting for luck, but because you're out in a freaking parking lot with your last dollar frying a piece of chicken for one of the most famous food bloggers in LA and just cracking it open to make sure like that all is quote unquote lucky because you did the work. Right. Now, now obviously, Bill. You come into the picture and you're like, oh, yeah, three high school dropouts, fried chicken. Sure. I'll uh, I'll, I'll join up like I did Wetzel's and Blaze. So I know how to do how in the world did they recruit you? Well, it's interesting. First of all, my son went down and saw them in the parking lot. And my son said, Dad, you got to look at this one. And then they moved from the parking lot, the older brother of one of them put up the money for the inline store in East Hollywood. Uh, and my other partner in Wetzel's and Blaze Pizza uh, went down and saw it. And he goes, I got our next deal. And I went down and tried it. And the first bite, it was instant. It was awesome. It was cool. It was uh, fabulous in every way. And I was sold from the minute I first tasted it. And we made a deal with the guys. How? So what, what, like when you saw the, the food, so it was the food that first connected you. No, not, question. not the no team. Question. Uh, no, it was the food. It was he the food. He hated us, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember that. He's like, okay? can we cut you guys out them. of the deal? And we're like, ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so he took us with the chicken. But... No, and, and no, but then and then the fit, 
And the story, you know, they had with the following on Instagram and the article in Eater LA, it just all was, it just all fell together. And it was just very clear that this was the next deal. And we told people about it and people wanted to get involved. And then we called uh, up the guy that put LeBron in the Blaze Pizza deal and he wanted to invest. And I said, you can't invest unless you can bring a superstar. And he went down his list of people, clients that he works with. And he goes, well, maybe we can do Drake. I said, you bring Drake in and you can get a big piece of the business. And 30 days later, we had a deal with Drake to be an investor. And you guys crushed Drake's birthday. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, but, but Drake invested when we had one friggin' chicken store in East Hollywood. Absolutely. There was yeah. one store. We, we, we sold him on this concept. When we one had store. The store in Hollywood. Now, now, Bill, let's let's talk a little bit about the numbers. All right. If if we can, I don't know what you're what you're comfortable sharing. What are the stores doing on average? Uh, we're at about two point eight million per restaurant. That's crushing it. It's that crazy. is just like it, it's, it's crazy. So so what do you think? What, what's Dave's hot chicken worth today? Going from going from a a thousand dollars of food and fryers in illegally cooking in a parking lot <laughs> to, to today. What what do you think it's worth? Well, you're a smart guy. We have uh, 160 restaurants. and 161, I believe, as of this morning. 161. You're smart. That was a couple hours ago. We opened that one. And we're running at a system-wide sales of 450 million plus. That's amazing. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, do you do you ever take a step back sometimes and like as you're sitting there in your tub of money, do you ever just uh, <laughs> think, holy cow, like how did this happen? Because this is over how many years? Uh, this is over six, seven years. Seven years. Yeah. They started in the parking lot in 17. Yeah. And we uh, made our deal and started working with them at the beginning of 19. So, so this, this meteoric mm-hmm. rise, like, do you ever take a step back and be like, what is going on? Yeah. Yes. Actually, me and the guys have this insider joke. We're rolling each other like, what a great idea it was to do Dave's hot chicken. You know, like, <laughs> what a great idea this was. And we, have, we make this joke, like, imagine we didn't do it where we would be, like, just working. Like, I'd be doing God knows what, like a stand-up comedian making no money. And Dave probably get a restaurant right now. So we always like to make that joke of, like, where we would be and what a great idea it was to, like, follow through with it. But and I love that and follow through with it because yeah. how many freaking ideas die in the graveyard, right? <laughs> oh, so and many. it's like, I, I love that and follow through. I think yeah, that's so key. The, the funny thing is when, when days was originally thought of, it was thought of to be, cause we're a big group of friends and we it was supposed to be a concept with a big group of guys that would all invest and open a food truck. But a lot of people didn't believe in it. A lot of people didn't want to do it. And me, Tom and Dave were kind of the only ones throughout this five, six month recipe course that believed it the whole time. And the funny thing is I think to myself sometimes I'm like, damn, dude, I'm like, you're convincing these guys that this could possibly work. But I'm like, yeah, no idea whether this is going to work or not. Dude. You know? So we really were running off of just belief and just this like sense of like the universe will help us. And we, this is meant to be, and we just have to do it. But there was a lot of times where I'd sit there and be like, dude, you don't know anything about business at all dude like we like you dropped out of high school like why are you like pushing everybody so hard to do this you know what i mean 
But it was like it's like a gut feeling, of like you just you just knew like this was something special, and you know, you had to do it. So you had to, right? So, with it. so speaking of have to do something, it, it's interesting because you know start off with a whole group of of friends, as you were saying, then it kind of whittled down to three, added four, added added Bill, added Drake, right? Like so, you've kind of like added some people along the way. But why is it called Dave's Hot Chicken? Why not Armand's Hot Chicken or Tommy's Hot Chicken? Uh, because Armand's hot chicken sounds like somewhere you get your credit card information stolen. You know what I mean? it's, it's not. It's not somewhere you want to. If it was Armand's hot chicken, I don't think we'd be having this combo right now, dude. We had to keep it neutral. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I just want to say, <laughs> I you may have heard it on this podcast, but it was not said by the founder of this podcast. <laughs> that is so. Funny, it was said man. by the founder of Dave's. Oh my no, I think it's funny because we were and, yeah. and the other the yeah. other thing about it was uh, <laughs> again there were there are high school dropouts and yet they're marketing geniuses and they have this wisdom that I can't kind of bottle, I can't describe it. But you know, a lot of companies like mine would throw the founders to the side and you know, we got this, yeah. and we have not taken no. that attitude at all. And it's not because we're nice guys. It's because there's something genius uh, about founders and they have a, a sixth sense for what they did, how they created it. And we listen to Armin every day on anything we do marketing wise. He sees it and gives us a feel whether it's right and true to what they created. Uh, and that's why this thing has worked so well. Definitely. Definitely yeah, it's like the, the secret ingredient I, I feel like is is truly caring. And the founders care so much. And and it just is something where they don't have to learn the core values. They don't have to learn what it is. They just are that. They exude it, right? It's that personification of what yeah. it's supposed to be about. And I think that's so powerful when the founders, you know, stay on. I think it's, that's beautiful. That's no, great. And, you know, and people early on said, you know, uh, Dave doesn't mean anything. Dave's a bad name. You know and Dave's is a freaking a great, great name, name. <laughs> and it works. Yeah. And, and it just and you sit there and we own it and we have a federally registered trademark <laughs> and it's the number one yeah. hot chicken concept in America. And it's the fastest growing restaurant chain and it just is working and you have to believe in it. Yeah, I remember the talk like it was yesterday. We would think about all these names and one day we're like, dude, just call it Dave's hot chicken. We're like, you're Dave, you're the chef. This is. It's technically your hot chicken, like you're making it. It's Dave's hot chicken. We're like, how much more can we overthink it? You know, and just we're like, it doesn't matter. We're like, the name's the name. We're gonna like the product is gonna make the name. The name is not gonna make the product. So regardless yeah. of what we call, it, if we if we execute, the name will just be famous. Except if it was Armand's. I don't think we can execute that. <laughs> I don't know how hard we would have to execute for that one to work. No, <laughs> Dave's small, you know, small execution with Dave. Uh, I, I, I think that's that makes so much sense, and it's uh, it's what what a great story, and and truly, right? The name really is the name, right? Come up with a name that's good. Don't overcomplicate it. Don't overthink it. Uh, I love that it's like simple, direct. There you go, 
And right. you know, I think you're right. Like I think probably Tommy's hot chicken could have worked too. I mean, there's there is yeah. Tommy's burger. There was, right. there, that's why we, that was the main reason we didn't do Tommy's also because right. Tommy's burgers. Because of Tommy's burgers, yeah. it would have been, yeah. but not a lot that's Dave's out there. So yeah, it just it dope. just all kind of worked. And we would say like and, everybody knows a Dave. Like right. everybody knows a Dave. And, yeah. if you, and if you look at the restaurant today, we have been true to what they created. That restaurant that we build today looks very much like what they built, you know, in East Hollywood. And the menu board is virtually identical. We have not added hardly anything to the menu board. And again, it's their genius of keeping it simple, like in and out where you've got a simple menu and, and that simple menu is easy operationally. It's easy for the guest. And it's also interesting. It's easy for the employees. Yeah. It's not there's much less stress working at a Dave's than there is in a McDonald's or a Carl's because yeah. those menus are so broad. There's so much crap to do. So, so I guess the question is, when are you adding burgers and salads to your menu? Today, <laughs> that would be never. <laughs> yeah, as you're looking at your expensive watch that I bought for you. <laughs> so I, I love that. You know, I think my only suggestion would be I I want something that's like I want something that there's medium and there's hot, right? I love the medium. I want it like a little bit more, but the hot's a little too much for me. It's like, and it's so funny because I've gone with three people and they've all said the same thing. They're like, hot's too hot, medium's too medium. I'm like, oh, I, what, what I want is like, plus. yeah, right. It's like a medium rare plus. That's how I get my steaks. I'm yeah, that guy, right? But they did that. They did that. You did that on mile. We used to do that. Yeah, we do it to every heat level. The way we do it is like if it's a medium, a medium plus, we'll put medium on it, and then we'll slap each side with a little bit of hot, like one little dose of hot. So oh. you get like like ten percent on some medium. But uh, I don't think we ever well, like. Well, you did extra mild. We did extra mild. We did extra everything. Yeah. Right. We, oh, we so probably, can, can I do can I do an extra medium if I go in there and ask for extra medium? Will they know? Or no? Oh, there we go. That's secret menu item. That's extra medium. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. If we can do extra medium. Yeah, we can yeah let's get medium. it. Let's call it. Let's call it Zach's way. I want Dave yeah, Zach's way. Exactly. Which is that's not bad. Everybody knows Zach. Everybody knows yeah. Zach is like a Dave. You know, that's like cool. Zach's yeah, way. right. <laughs> oh, it's easier to mind. Awesome. Now we can well, probably start making that. Dude, dude we'll make dreams come true. Yeah, there we go. Because what I do now is I'll get one hot and one medium, and I'll just be like, "Oh, a little too hot. Ooh, not quite spicy enough." No like, way. I just go that's back so and funny. that's what I do. <laughs> but anyway, uh, how do people find? Obviously, you can find Dave's Hot Chicken everywhere. Where is the best place to find you? Go to the website. Shows you all our locations. Awesome. So, so go to go to Dave's Hot Chicken dot com. Incredible place. Right. Uh, love what you guys are doing. I know you could find Bill on lots of panels. Um, on the conference circuit, Armand, where where can we find your musings? Um, I'm not so. Happy. I go with panels with to, with Bill sometimes, but uh, normally I'm just on the office or uh, on social media. So you guys follow me at Armand Organization on social media if you guys want to follow. Awesome. Well, Armand, for manifesting a big dream and living small, and Bill for trusting your gut with the main course of chicken and taking a chance with the side of a few crazy founders. Today's ovation goes to both of you, Bill and Armand. Thanks for bringing us Dave's Hot Chicken. 
Thanks for joining us today. If you like this episode, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite place to listen. We're all about feedback here. Again, this episode was sponsored by Ovation, a two-question SMS-based actionable guest feedback platform built for multi-unit restaurants. If you'd like to learn how we can help you measure and create a better guest experience, visit us at ovationup.com.